So I've never lost a game one in the first round before in my career. Um, no, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they came in and they dictated the tempo. They were more aggressive. Um, they just played um, inspired basketball and they just took advantage of everything that we wanted to try to do. They're more physical than us at the point of attack. They were more precise with what they wanted to do. And, um, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't, couldn't score the ball. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, J. Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. Okay, we just heard that is the interview, part of the interview from LeBron James after losing game one. He seemed a little surprised, like he didn't know that he's ever lost a game. <laughs> I, and I, I'm sure, maybe not, yeah. maybe it's just like, you know... No, it's sarcasm. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. But um, he, you know, he went on to say in that interview that he's not worried, that he's been down 3-1 before. Uh, I'm going to get into my thoughts in a minute. But, Timmy, did you, okay. did you see the interview? Did you see the game? Uh, yeah, actually, I saw the game from start to finish, from, from tip-off to the end of the buzzer. So what I saw was a hungry Indiana team. I saw a hungry Indiana team, and I saw a lackadaisical Cleveland team who thought that they can just get back whenever they can, mm -hmm. and because they got LeBron back there. Now, mm -hmm. now, as you know, LeBron does will the team back, you know, uh, when they're down 15 or, like, plus points or whatever. But in this sense, Indiana didn't let the gas off. Like, they kept the gas on the on the floor. Oladipo balled out. Stevenson, you know, they were just scrappy. They just wanted it more for this game. You know, shots was falling. Now, there's, there's not saying – they're not necessarily saying that they'll do this again, but – you got to watch out for game two because they can just, you know, bring the heat just like they did game one. So I think I think Cleveland uh, and LeBron, you know, especially Le LeBron, of course, had a triple double. It was a quiet one, but he had he filled the team on his back. So, you know, I just think that they're going to have to uh, you know, just bring it a little bit more than they did game one. Right. OK, so. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, uh, not, you know, not. And this is this is something that I desperately, desperately hope that I am wrong about. But let's not forget that I said that I thought Cleveland would get bumped round one of the playoffs based you on. Did. You remember? You what? Yeah, I said that. And, and you wanted to push the panic button during the season. Like you were like, OK, this, this don't look too good. Like, you know, and I still feel like that. I still feel like it doesn't look too good because when we play well offensively, we play horribly defensively and vice versa um this particular game we kind of just played bad across the board um we were up yeah. 32 10 at the end of the first quarter and then we end up losing by 18 lebron is the only one the only one that seemed yeah. to play in that game and this is a story that we have heard throughout lebron's career that he has to carry the team on his back and i get that and people say well, Jordan did it. Jordan did it. I need you to go back and look mm -hmm. at the su supporting cast that Jordan had during the playoffs. Now, I will, I will concede that yeah. he, he's definitely <laughs> that guy that can, you know, because I think Scottie Pippen, if he's on anybody else's team, he's just not as good as he was playing with Jordan. I think Jordan right. definitely made everybody right. around him better. But let's not right. go so far to discount the amount of talent that Jordan played with every single time he won a ring and I would argue that LeBron just hasn't had that kind of even if even if he has the talent even if you'll argue that oh yeah well you know Kevin Love and Kyle Covert they have talent not consistently no they don't it's not consistently not no, at all they don't. you're right you're so, right about that not at all 
I, you know, I just especially in Kyle Corver. Yes, I mean, I mean, don't even bench, get me. Started. You don't know what you're gonna get. You, you yeah. don't. You don't know if all of a sudden Kyle's gonna look like he learned how to play defense, because that's always amazing right. to see, or if he's gonna all right. of a sudden look like he forgot to shoot a three. You just and also, and you could also say the same with Kevin Love because he can have like a a twenty point game, or right. you know, with like. 14 rebounds and then next game he'll have like seven points yeah like 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 with he did like, in game one he had nine like, points yeah. and 17 rebounds in game in game right. one like you said uh, lebron's triple double was very quiet he had 24 points 10 rebounds and 12 assists but the next highest scorer on the team is jr smith with 15 points that's that's that come on now yeah. That's um, yeah. That's not gonna get it done. It's in, not in a game one. That's not gonna get it done. It's not. No, <laughs> it's just so, not. You know, for, so I don't have a lot LeBron, to say except for like you are absolutely right. I feel like Indiana yeah. came in there like, okay, they just think they're gonna beat us. They just know they're gonna beat us. Let you know they came in there more passionate, more hungry. They played more intensely. And here's the thing: regardless of the fact that I, you know. It's been the song and dance that I've been preaching the whole season that the Cavs just have no chemistry, and I'm going to stand by that. Mm -hmm. But still, you're still a competitor, no matter who you are. Step up your damn game. We in the playoffs. What's happening? That's it. That's it. Like This is the, this is the time of the season where you have to turn your game up a notch, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to just show and prove. Right? Mm -hmm. There's no more of this, you know, I don't want to – there's no more waiting until, you know, they – they win a game and wait till somebody steals the game. It's like you got to set the tone early. Right. And if these game ones, you know, Indiana set the tone early, and you can tell that Cleveland might be in trouble if this, if this game two trouble. starts out the way yep. it did. And that's a home starts game. Out the way it did game one. That's a home game yeah. that we lost eighteen points by. So yeah, you know, I don't have, yeah. I don't have a lot to say, except for yeah, I mean, neither, you know what I mean. Step it up. Step it up. Like this is embarrassing. It it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, right, right, and you have two days. You have two days to get this days. done. Now you know, yeah. yeah. Now so um, you, can, you can make something happen. Tell, kind of, kind of recap the Spurs game for everybody, because I saw the highlights of that one. Kind of recap the Spurs game oh, for everybody. Man. Game one or game two? Because game two was last night. Game one. Game. Well, just do both. Okay. Oh, you do both. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, game one um, was a straight smack in the face from the, from the Warriors to the Spurs. Uh, Clay Thompson went off in game one. Of course, uh, Durant went off in game one. You know, you had uh, you had you had the Spurs. You know, they were they were hanging in there, but it's just it's just too much firepower over there. You know, you got uh, Iguodala coming off the bench. You got Quinn Cook. You know, you got David West. You know, these guys were played you know very good minutes in game one and in game two. Uh, was Clay Thompson just went off again? Like. He couldn't miss. Like with that broken thumb, it seemed like y'all was a blessing in disguise. Like you must have had to break your thumb for you to get your shot back, because it's it's back. So you know, with, with that said, it seems like the the Spurs they have you know a lot of gas, but they run out, and then the Warriors just take over and shoot the lights out. Like by the time the fourth quarter was over, I would think some of the Spurs players was blind. Who dang? Not blind. Not blind. Eye. Yeah. Yes, Clay Thompson was out of this world, man. Like he, he was knocking shots down from like Steph Curry range. You know, Quinn Cook did his thing. It yeah. Dollar, Draymond, like they play, they all playing collectively as a good team right now. So you know, I would, I would thought the Warriors were gonna look shaky this, this first round against the Spurs, but you know, they, they're playing like this championship team they are, and they're gonna get it done. So 
know, this this looks like it's going to be uh, Warriors going to probably they may sweep them. Do you think if Kawhi was on the court right now that we'd be looking at a one in one situation, or do you think it would be different at all? Uh, you know, uh, judging off of you know how the Spurs played, you know, uh, game two, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I think I think it would have made a difference if if Kawhi was in there in the uh, early minutes of the game because. Um, it seemed like when it, I guess like the, I say the second half, the Warriors just turned on that second switch. And it seems like the Spurs didn't have that, you know, didn't have that extra kick. Mm-hmm. And I think Kawhi would have gave, I would have gave that to him, you know, especially mm-hmm. if he would have been playing earlier in the season. If he was, if, especially if you have a healthy Kawhi, you would have, you would have uh, gotten a, a different outcome in game two. I think the series mm-hmm. would have been tied. I would have I would have given a series to be a tie. That's wow. it. Not only a, a healthy, physically healthy Kawhi, you also need a mentally healthy Kawhi because something's definitely right. going on with Kawhi. We all know, at least we all should understand by this point that there's nothing wrong with Kawhi. He could come back nah. and play if he want to. I, you know, and I just mm-hmm. don't understand why he's not. Um, so you know, I want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you think? Because yeah. I just don't. I know you said like he feels like, oh no, I'm not going to come and get bumped. But technically, your contract is supposed to go through the end of the 2019 end of 2019. So, uh, bruh, like play the game. And I'm okay. the I'm the first one to say, you know, if you're not happy, you're not happy. I, I don't right. believe in team loyalty the way that That's- I used to because they will clearly bouncing things you. that are going on exactly the things that are going on right now like there's no loyalty in any organization whether it's players or or coaches or right. you know coaching staff or you know front office there's no loyalty period but mm-hmm. when it when it comes to Kawhi and the Spurs right now um Kawhi really has to think about the next step he takes because there's a situation going on in in San Antonio with with him and his doctors to where they have to make a decision Mm-hmm. Do you do you want to keep do you want to keep Kawhi on this team and then Kawhi trusts these team doctors again and then something goes wrong or do you want to just start with a clean slate and just say you know what I'm going to leave this organization I don't feel the loyalty I don't I, I don't feel the trust and I just want to leave and start straight out on a clean slate now that'll be the thing to do for Kawhi but if he wants to stay with this Spurs team if something that he has with you know with these guys you know with these uh, players maybe he has a bond with these guys or you know he's talking to them you know while the game is over or whatever you never know but if Kawhi decides to stay then that'll be solely I would think that'll be solely his decision because well, that'll I, be something I, you know, that he will he'll think about because he's quiet he doesn't say too much so you doesn't. never know where. To... And but the fact for me that you're not even showing up it's one thing to I mean yes you're still saying you're in rehab yes we all know that is a lie but at least. Wait, did he play? Did he show up in game one? He didn't. He didn't. He was not there. You think you saw him? Okay, it must have been. That was not him. It must have been the end of the season. It must have been the end of the season then when he was uh, when he was on the sideline. Because I know he did uh, coach the t- or root the team on during the season. I don't know if, if it's been playoff time. I haven't seen him, but if he's not with the playoff team with the playoffs, then you know, then definitely he's going. He's not going to be there. Yeah. I feel if I if there. I was if I was the GM, if I was RC Buford, I love his last name. That's mm. so awesome. <laughs> oh, that sounds so. That sounds so, so um, Buford. So country like the. <laughs> Oh, like, uh, what's his name from the Deuce of Hazard? Yes. <laughs> Buford? Come here, Buford. I just, I just love that last name so, so much. Okay. But if I'm okay. him, it's not even a, like I'm I'm on the phone during the playoffs yeah. trying to get rid of. Because for me, if, when Pop, and this is when I know it's a problem with Kawhi 
personally, when Popovich said earlier in the season that he would be surprised if he saw Kawhi. Mm. Like, Popovich is a very no-nonsense, straightforward, honest type of individual. So when you got Popovich talking about, oh, I would be surprised, then you... You, you have sown don't have a problem. Yeah, you have sown the seeds of <laughs> yeah. discord and I just I no longer right. have a need for you in my organization. So I am making calls. Yeah. And and I think that's really moronic of you, Kawhi, even though I like you and you've consistently improved <laughs> since you've been in the league, but you are not going to get the money anywhere else in the league that you would get if you just stayed in San Antonio. So if it's a money thing, you played yourself. Mm. If it's a friendship thing, mm. get outside your feelings and play the game. There's there's no, mm. I don't know what you're doing, bro. I just don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, um, you know there's a team on the West Coast that can give him what he might ask for. If it's possible, you can't give him that max deal. No, you, you already can't. know what team I'm talking about. We have a deal. We have money to sign two players, two big players. Now it may not be a max deal, but we can sign two players. But okay, whether it but, be okay, but you two just said, at one time, or whether it be once year and one year. But you said it might not so be a max deal. Get why would I not take when I know I got max money coming? Why would I shoot my max money in the foot? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Because of because of where you are, we like I said, he's in San Antonio. So it's like, what if something happens in San Antonio where he don't play again? Oh, he's not gonna play again. And like I said, just, Buford is. I mean, on the I'm phone. talking about like when he gets to the yeah, like when he gets on this team and he stays a spur, and you know something happens to where he still doesn't see the uh, doesn't see the field or doesn't see the court. Because that happened a few times, even in NFL, in some NFL players, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they were, you know, they were ready to go. But, you know, like RG3, as a matter of fact. Well, I mean, OK, now I have to okay, take Tony Parker's position like that injury is 100 <laughs> times worse. So, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So okay, I can't okay, really do right. that one with okay. you. But I, I get where you're I trying mean, to go. It, yeah, but I'm still yeah, putting yeah. the dunce cap on Kawhi. I'm still he, he rocking the dunce cap with me. I just, I'm sorry. Now, okay, now, okay, now, let me raise this one question. And let, you know, let's just say Kawhi, uh, you know, has the, his final, well, has played his final game in San Antonio, and Buford, Buford, you know, decide, <laughs> decides to say, all right, you know what, let's let's just give him his riches, let's grant his let's grant his release. Yeah. Now, is it possible that? Kawhi Leonard can end up in Cleveland. Oh, you know, I've been praying to the basketball gods all, you know, <laughs> since this whole thing started. That, but that would also mean. So here, here's the conundrum for me on this. Because he'll, he'll have to, LeBron will have to clean house again he, to get Kawhi. Exactly. And, but here's <laughs> so the JR thing. JR got to go. JR got to go. But think, there's nobody that. I would that think I, Corver got to go. Kyle, Kyle should have been gone. Corver um, go. Like Ronnie Hood and, and Clarkson. They, them dudes probably about to go. They just yeah. got there. And you know what? And I'm so yeah. sorry, Kevin, because okay. you know you're one of my favorites but you got to go you just way too Mm. inconsistent and I think that you need to be on a team where you can be a stronger number two because right now you're just like like not really you're not the number one you know what I mean like LeBron needs a sidekick like he needs that yeah like him and Kyrie we he needs that back and we we just don't have anything Mm -hmm. And, and and Kyle's just so passive aggressive. He just gets on my nerves. Uh, I think the youngsters over there are going to be good for this for uh, for LeBron in, in this series for, with Indiana. Like if yeah. Rodney Hood 
know, Clarkson and Larry Nance, like, they give some good minutes. And, of course, you have J.R. Smith, you got Calderon. If Tristan can just uh-uh, do Tristan, something with his Tristan didn't score no point. level of play. And and Tristan, Tristan got too many hoes. He, he, he got too many hoes. He, he needs to quit. Like, he something he's doing or something he's not doing, yeah, he's not concentrating at all because he can't get right. He got, well, he got uh, what's the name, Sabonis over there just dogging him. Making him look so, so bad, know, got, so bad. Yeah. But, all right, well, we know, I'm I think, hoping. I actually think, actually think Cleveland um, ties it up, though. Cleveland ties it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Shout out to LeBron James. You're forever going to be my king. Um, but please stop saying mm-hmm. you ain't worried because I'm over here sweating. Yeah, I'm sweating doing this podcast, thinking about the next game. Uh-huh. Like, just get it together. Please <laughs> yeah. get it together. Um, for those of you who are on my YouTube channel, um, yesterday I posted a video kind of talking about my thoughts on um, Des Bryant leaving Dallas. Um, Timmy B. Getting cut from Dallas. Okay. He didn't leave. Okay. Okay. Let's do all right. <laughs> got my little homie right here. You can't see him, but yo, <laughs> little Des got a little pop toy over here, man. That's the only thing I got of him from the Cowboys, a Christmas gift. So, mm. you know, this is why I'm going to just hold this up on next to me while this segment going on. Oh, Lord. Because we got a hollow. So one thing, it's, I didn't, it's, it's really bad. one thing I didn't mention in that YouTube piece, and the thing that really kind of upsets me about the situation, because I'm not upset about cutting Dez. To me, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, unless Dak is going to get better and he his accuracy goes up, I don't see, you can have Antonio uh-huh. Brown. That's what I said earlier. You can have Antonio <laughs> Brown back there. It's not going to make any difference. And Dak is just simply not going to get better when Kellen Moore is the quarterback coach. It's just not going to happen. Right, so, right. And I think... Go ahead. Go ahead. That being said, here's what pisses me off about the whole Dez situation is Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones got in Mm. the media and every time they asked him about Dez, he had the exact same answer. Oh, we haven't had a meeting yet, but there's no situation where I don't see Dez in Dallas. And here we go. Mm. Here we go. Mm. Like, just stop lying. do this. Hmm? Right, and then you do You know this. what I'm saying? I'm talking about it, right. It's like you saying there's no meeting, you know, there haven't been talks, but, you know, he still wants he wants him to be in the on the team and stuff like that. But then you let him go without even asking him for the pay cut. Didn't even ask. And that's the other thing. Like, like Didn't even ask. Didn't even put it on the table see, for him to I say think, yay or nay. They just was like, all right, we brought you in here today to say bye. What? Right, right. and then. <laughs> And then they don't even they don't even consider the reason of of I mean not 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 the reason but I would say like the like the downfall of their season last year because you seen that Ezekiel Elliott was there for ten games and then he couldn't even touch the practice field and he couldn't play till Sunday so you had that to play in the fact you had to also plan to the fact that we didn't have no line that was healthy you had Tyron Smith out bad back. You had one player that come in and, and replace him. He gives up five sacks in a game to one player. And, you know, you, you rattle, you get Dak rattled back there because, of course, you know, uh, he hasn't been practicing with Zeke and then his accuracy is bad. So it's like all of these things come into play, but then Des Bryant seems to be the guy that they want to make the blame for. Right. You know, right. and I don't think that's right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, they have to look at a whole bunch of these things. Like Dak definitely earned his spot his rookie year so yeah. that wow i think Jerry i think he has i don't think he's nurtured it i think he had those his rookie year was mm-hmm. okay and then he had those two years uh okay. 2014 2015 where it was like okay des but then that's the last time we really said okay des now i know he had some injuries and whatnot right now but 
you know, and, and the thing is, is like, I, I think, I think Dez, he's going to be wherever he goes. They, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be good. He's going to be phenomenal. Wherever he's be goes. Phenomenal this wherever is he one goes. thing that people, right. And the, the thing that has, that Dez has to realize now is that now that you left the team that you were a number one receiver on, there's a whole lot of teams that already have a number of receiver established mm-hmm. and they have the quarterback to get that guy the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to, he's going to have to number one, think about the salary he's going to want to ask for because mm-hmm. there's not going to be enough, there's not going to be a number one receiver slot to be in unless you probably go to Buffalo maybe, but well, I mean, yeah. so, I mean, but other than that, he's going to have to, you know, think about the money that he's going to mm-hmm. ask for and plus the, the role that he's going to, that the team's going to ask him to take. Mm-hmm. Now he told Mike Fisher yeah, on one Oh five, three, the, the fan that um, he wants to stay in the NFC East. More specifically, he wants to go to the giant. Um, I actually think now I said that on my Instagram that I thought that him and Odell on the same field would be this unstoppable mm-hmm. force. And I, I still kind of stand by that. I think it would be a really good look. However, I don't think New York has the money. New York only has like $10 million in their salary cap, and all of that can't go to yeah, Dez, so they don't have the money. Yeah. So then the next on the list yeah. would be the Ravens, because, you know, the Ravens tried to draft him in the first place, and we traded up and stole mm-hmm. him, so they probably, you know, want to get a little, bit, right, a little right. bit of get back from that. Um, and then mm-hmm. aside from that, like, oh, and of course the Houston Texans. Here's, the, here's, here's, so I was sitting and there. And see, that's the thing. Okay, go ahead. No, go you ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I seen. I know that you know. I take a lot of things like you know with like a heap of salt. Like I don't care if it's like something so small. Like I take them with a whole bunch. I, I I take them for what it is, and I just speak. It speaks volumes. Now, Des Bryant followed Nook, which is DeAndre Hopkins. He followed Nook. He followed JJ Watt. He followed Deion. Uh, Deion. Wait, Deshaun Watson, and he followed Will Fuller from the Texans. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so. Uh, hey. He potentially can go there, and then he did say he wants to see us twice this season. Now, we play him in the preseason, and then we play him in regular season. So, he may be talking about that. So, you know, um, that's I one mean, thing I'm for thinking me, he can go to his I would go to – for me, it would come down to – it wouldn't even come down to money for me, per se, if I could mm-hmm. maybe do like a short-term one-year contract or something like that. It would come down to how many times can I get the ball so I could go ha-ha to Dallas. You know what I mean? That, that's what it would come down to for me. So I just did the, I just did the quarterback math on it. So, so Joe Flacco is ranked below Dak Prescott. So is um, Deshaun Watson. Eli is only one spot above oh. Uh, Dak Prescott. So none of these quarterbacks are really going to give you a different look than what you have now, with one caveat. Um, Deshaun Watson only played seven games last season because he had a knee injury. Um, He threw 61%, uh, 1,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, Eli's threw the most yards, obviously, but he he played 15 games, uh, 3,400 yards, 19 touchdowns, but 13 interceptions. So, I mean, I get, I get it. Those interceptions mm. aren't your fault, but he threw 13 mm. interceptions. Joe Flacco, right. 18 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 64% completion rate. Um, being that Watson's numbers are be- so much better because he, and he only played seven games, I'm going to Houston. I- I'm just going to Houston. Okay. Okay, now here's another team that you didn't think of too. That's in the NFC East. That's a sleeper. That probably he can they can pay him. 
You were talking about the team in Washington. Oh, no. Oh, no. Alex Smith Alex Smith just went over there. And you know how good he played for the Chiefs. True I that, mean, true they that. need a receiver over there. They need a number one. He could probably be a number one over there. He definitely because could. Because Sean Jackson got traded. He mm-hmm. got traded. And then uh, they, all they have is, like, I think Josh Doxson. Mm-hmm. I think, and he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. It's, or is his second year. So it's like, if he wants to have a number one, you know, receiver in spot, I think Washington will be the spot for him if he wants to stay in the NFC East. Okay, I, got, I, I could see I, him, I could see him being a good okay. fit as far as a puzzle piece over there. Um, the reason why hey, I really okay. like him in New York is because of the over the top personalities between him and and Odell. I think that they would zero each other mm-hmm. out, and then they could and Dell would be less of a crybaby on the on the field because he can't be crying and Dez is across the way so I think their personalities would zero each other out and then all of a sudden we would see these two amazingly elite receivers and I think Mm -hmm. that would be really fun to watch I don't I don't see anything in Washington that can zero his personality out you know J.J. Watt could definitely zero out his personality in Houston so I don't know I don't know if I would put him in Washington, because I still think you get Diva okay. in Washington. I could be wrong. You you might be right, but you know, Dez Dez just has to get his uh his mind right as far as uh, the role that he needs to uh, learn how to you know accept mm-hmm. once once it's given to him mm-hmm. because they're they're going to be throwing different roles at him now that he's a free mm-hmm. agent. They're going to want to throw so many options at him. So. And that's what he needs to realize, no, was, that most teams... I mean, we're out of the free agency. Most teams are looking at the draft now, so you can't walk into any kind of right. conversation as Diva Diz. And when somebody... Right. You can't walk up in like you Vince McMahon. You know what I'm saying? Walk and like you have to man. say, oh... I know you see footage of me running around and then just chilling and tweeting my friends and not doing no extra effort. I know you see footage of me doing that, but all that is done. I am a new man. Like you better walk in there convincing somebody that I'm a changed man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Yes. You got to just convince them any kind of way you can. Any kind of way you can. The last verse, the last vision they have, last vision they have of theirs is just him going off and fumbling the ball Mm -hmm. in Seattle. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, got so, got upset, and then got fit. So yeah, yeah. shouts out to Dez though, man. Throw up the X is all. I can't. We can't throw it up no more because you're not there. But you know, we gonna we gonna throw it up in spirit if we if you see if we see you shining. Yeah, so for sure, just, for sure. And I, you know, I've always that's I always love Dez, even when I talk bad about him. Um, it's only because I know he could be so great, and so to see him yeah. going out there and doing this like. Jackie Ray, I really don't want to run because it's hot jog pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, are a yeah. freaking number one wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Get your life. So I and then, <laughs> I'm actually glad that he's I'm actually glad that he's held himself accountable to not learning the route tree and learning mm-hmm. to, you know, uh finish finish his route. So that's that's a step in maturity for him, even mm-hmm. though it, it took it's late. It took almost over five years. Mm-hmm. Like you've been with the Cowboys over five years and now that you wanna, you know, uh, come out, come out of out of your maturity shell, and you want to say that mm-hmm. you know I want to learn this route tree. It's like okay, now let's see what happens. Yeah, I will say that uh, Des Bryant is the sole reason I became such a huge Tony Roma fan because you you know Timmy, um, I was not oh yeah anywhere on Team Tony until oh, that yeah. one day that we all no. saw Des round the completely wrong route. Yes, and Tony ran over there and snatched yes. him by his helmet and cussed him out. I was like, okay, Tony, I, I'll take yes. it all back. You my quarterback. He said, Des, you're, he you said, Des, you're no more receiver. Act like it. Yep. 
when I saw yeah, when I saw Tony here, do like, that, I was like, okay, uh, Tony's. Uh, t- I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm Team Tony now. It, you know, it doesn't take yeah. much to get me on your team, but you just gotta, you know, right. stay there yeah. once I'm there. <laughs> gotta show some cojones. Yeah, gotta you gotta show, show some, some co- consistent cojones. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. have cojones today and then just little. Pe- no, don't do that. Don't do that. Tuck your tail under the next day. Yeah, don't yeah, do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. All right, Timmy, tell everybody where they can follow yeah. you at. Yo, follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at it's Timmy B and on Facebook Timothy Barnes Jr. I uploaded my uh, my farewell dad's video on Instagram, y'all. Please check it out. You yes. will very you will like it. You yes. will like it. Please check that out. And don't forget, um, like I said, I'm going to start doing more, just my little Jackie Ray rants that I used to do. So make sure you log on to jraythefanatic.com. It'll take you to the YouTube page, which is Fanatic Productions. If you're on YouTube, you'll see it. It's just a little camera lens. Um, You can follow me on all things social media at jraythefanatic. And we will see you. And we have to also report um, Barbara Bush has passed away. 98 years old. I mean, hey. Mm-hmm. I know it don't mean too much, mm-hmm. but, you know, she, they didn't go to Trump's inauguration. Mm-hmm. They didn't go to Trump's inauguration, so, hey. All right, Timmy, I will holler at you oh, later. Right. We will see you guys next week. Okay.